I am Solaire of Astora, an adherent to the Lord of Sunlight. Now that I am undead, I have come to this great land, the birthplace of Lord Gwyn, to seek my very own son. Actually, you're Delayed Dale? And I think you've been praising the sun a little too much and maybe you need to come inside. You know what? You're right. I am at risk of burning. And welcome. This is Easy Mode. That's Henry K, my favorite onion knight. <gasps> Yay. <laughs> and that is Delayed Dale, my favorite bed of chaos. Wow. Uh, and welcome to this <laughs> week's episode of Easy Mode, where we're going to be talking Dark Souls 1. What is it about? And Dale's amazing, fantastic journey that I have loved to watch <laughs> on her stream into the Souls franchise. Now, I never thought when we started this podcast that we would be both, both of us now. Mm -hmm. We saw my journey into it. Yes. But now both of us, major Souls fans. No, actually, I actually, I didn't, I didn't know this was going to happen. I never thought that I would love Souls games so much. I actually only exclusively stream Dark Souls right now. And like the games that I have planned coming up are all Souls games. So I've never felt happier playing a game, even though there's so much frustration. Um, so yeah, this episode is Dark Souls, but it's also Dale Souls. That's what I like to call my first yes. playthrough of Dark Souls. Dale Souls. I just... I just want to let everyone know that the alternate title to this episode, which it's probably the best that we didn't use, was called um, Two Souls, One Dark. <laughs> that um, was so, you. Uh, yes, yes. I, I'm going to take full credit and responsibility because it is very clever and creative. Mm -hmm. But we've spared you all the having to click on something called that. Uh, but this week we are going to be going through uh, something Dayhard may or may not be clued into, depending on what she's read or learned in the game. Mm -hmm. But I'm going to be taking you through... Uh, what is going on in Dark Souls 1? What is the story? What is the plot? Because in Souls games, they do not give it to you. You have to figure it out for they yourself. Um, which I love the idea and mechanic of, but I personally just let someone else do it for me and mm -hmm. then tell me through a YouTube video. I'm going to have to watch a video essay. I A thousand percent. Because I don't, yeah. I'll tell you, I know, but I don't know. And so when people are like, you know this part of the lore, right? I'm like, I don't even know what you're talking about. So I'm like, who is that? No, who is that? <laughs> what is this? Like They talk to me as if they're assuming I know what I'm doing. Babes, this is my first playthrough. I barely know a thing, okay? So yeah. I think we should just dive right into it. We have a lot to talk about. And uh, let's praise the sun in this week's episode of Easy Mode. I am Dale of Astora. Dun, dun, dun. I'm Henry, the Onion King. Like, oh, I yes, have king. many layers. I called you a king now? Okay, that's going to go to your head. <laughs> Do you know the story, the lore, what's going on in Dark Souls 1? Do you know what's happening? Like, in general? No. But I will say that I have, like, a vague idea just by, like, <laughs> going through what I've done so far. I remember the cutscene where, like, there's this bad and this flame was put out and now there's a lot of undead and there's a dragon that came back to life. There's a lot of evil and I just have to save the world. You look that's disappointed. True. I mean, you're, that's not super far off. Um, I want to tell you the story of what's happening in Dark Souls 1. Um, this game came out some time ago, so uh, spoiler alert question mark yeah not really spoiler it's the it tells you what's happening what are yeah. you doing what are you doing why are you there mm -hmm. who what when where why mm -hmm. um so basically yes you're right there was a flame um you learned that there um there was an age of 
dragons that used to rule the world in that age was called the Age of Ancients. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd say like Souls games from software, um, you know, Elden Ring, Bloodborne, they love ages. They love time periods. They love like cycles of new things coming into power, which I do like that theme. It's not a theme we see often. So Mm -hmm. I kind of like that, like new regime in a new era. Very, very fun. So basically in this, the Age of Ancients is has ended. There um, is the cause. The cause of that is a flame that has manifested in the world called the Primordial Flame. And that flame has like created the idea and the use of the separation of life, death, dark, and, and light. Now there's um, four lords that get the power from this flame. There's they're called Lord Souls, the power that they get. And it's um, Gwyn, the Lord of Sunlight, Nido, first of the dead, the Witch of Isolith, um, who you know from the Bed of Chaos, um, and the Furtive Pygmy, who is like disappeared into the world and long forgotten. They say. So um, the first flame starts and that's, um, well, that's, as we start, the first flame, you know, new era, new time, all these people are in power. Um, humans uh, rise in power in this game. And then Gwyn, um, who's one of the lords, sacrifices himself um, to extay, extend the Age of Fire. So basically in Dark Souls 1, we're in like the second Age of Fire. So it has been lit through Gwyn's sacrifice for another age. Um, the main story of this, like sort of where we come along, is like Gwyn protecting the Age of Fire, um, which at this point in the world that you're entering, um, humanity is afflicted with this curse, the curse of the undead. And it's um, sort of like the inability to die or when you die, you are rebirthed. Um, and it's like a, fa- a flaming symbol, like on their bodies, and it's a dark sign. And, you know, there it's like perpetual resurrection after death and that ultimately after so much like death and chaos uh, these humans and people are like losing their minds so uh, it's like almost like reaching a point of insanity and that process is called hollowing which you're familiar with can i just quickly say something about hollowing i learned about it way too late i did not realize that you could like reverse hollowing i was like what the hell does that mean I thought the whole time you just played as a corpse. Like, I didn't know. <laughs> and so, like, I was going through the whole game. And then somebody in my chat was like, wait, you haven't hollow like, reversed hollowed this whole time? I said, wait, what is that? And they were, like, freaking out. Like, these things, they don't tell you. You know, there's no, like... I know. The way that the game... I guess we can talk about this a little later. But the way that the story goes and the way that, like, the tutorial goes are so wildly different. There's no, like, actual tutorial. And there's no, like, actual breakdown. You're just kind of, like, thrown in. Yeah. Anyways, you are. So, yeah, now I'm, um, I'm familiar with Halloween. I mean, yeah, they don't. Te- I mean, that's a big thing about this game. They don't really teach you how to use anything, when to use anything. Mm-hmm. Like, is this item important? What is this for? Um, you know. sort of have to figure it out themselves yourself. And hopefully like it times out and it does work. But where you come into this game, Dale, you personally, Guinevere asks Dale to succeed Lord of Gwyn to fulfill the prophecy. To accomplish this, you have to acquire the Lord Souls. So the Witch of Isolith, Nito, uh, the Shards of Gwyn's own soul, given to the four kings who are in the game, mm-hmm. and the dragon Seath the Scaleless, which a little backstory here. Um, Dale, you recently fought Seath. I, did. I was watching you do that yes, on stream. Yes, that's correct. Um, you've defeated Seath since, but Seath actually betrayed all the dragons in the ancient age. Oh. So he's the one that allowed um 
the lords in the age of fire to come into place because he betrayed them and gave them the humans or the people or whoever. I don't know what these people are called, the lords mm-hmm. in that time, the ability to end them. He betrayed them all. Wow. Yeah. So those are the people you have to people, I guess, question mark. You have to like kill, take their souls um, to like relight the fire or I guess really not relight the fire. Um, you do have that choice at the end of the game to either continue the age of fire or um, not relight the fire. And I'm going to leave that part blank so that if you haven't done it, you don't know what that option is. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, you have to get through those. Um, a lot of the game is uh, sort of based on like Japanese and Greek myth and sort of like the what Dark Souls like sort of means and it's meant to represent is like the natural cycle of the worlds and its experiences. Um, so that sort of like entails like the era aspect of the game. So like as one era ends, another era happens and how that grows and changes and fluctuates to through time. Um, and like, as you know, in Dark Souls, nothing good happens in this game. Like for any NPC, for the player, for like, if you exist in that game, bad stuff is coming to you. Like, it's just a matter of time. Um, and it's sort of like, it brings this idea of like, existentialism like absurdity meanly like meaningless list that no matter how much you fight and how much no matter how much you do like for some people and for some journeys it's just like there's an end and then what does that mean at the end of the day um on your path but i would say like dark souls is pain and pain is life and nothing's good and but nothing's bad either because that's really subjective um, especially in the dark souls games um but yeah that's been the basic story um so Mm. a fun fact though is that in this first Dark Souls 1, which Dark Souls 1 is actually, um, so Dark Souls is a technically like a spiritual successor to Demon Souls, um, but the reason it's not a direct sequel is because um, they had two different publishers. Oh. Um, I can't remember who the first one was, but Bandai Namco, who still does the Souls um, in From Software Games today, was the publisher for um, Dark Souls 1, but not Demon Souls. So mm. they were... Um, they weren't able to continue that story on from Demon Souls, so this is different. But some of the game's locations that you might recognize in the game that I think you were at recently mm-hmm. um, are inspired by IRL locations, like the Chateau de Chambord in France and the Milan Cathedral in Italy. Oh, I didn't know um, that. That's they're cool. all like directly inspired from those places. So I like those Dark Souls is very like different. Like their locations are all very differently like made, and those are directly inspired from real real places. Wow. You know, I was you know. In Anne Orlando, um, I'm finally mm-hmm. saying it correctly, but I got such Game What'd of Thrones. What'd you call it before? What? I, I kept What'd calling call it, it Ando Londo. I kept calling <laughs> it Ando Londo. And then I was in some speedrunners chat because I was watching him speedrun like Hitless. Mm-hmm. And I said, oh, I'm on my first playthrough and I'm in Ando Londo. He went like, uh, I'm guessing, like, I'm assuming you mean Anne Orlando. And I felt so embarrassed. I just closed the tab. <laughs> But yeah, so uh, <laughs> when I was playing in that area, first of all, I kept saying this is so Game of Thrones, Game of Thrones. It really reminded me of like the Lannisters. I know it's like not inspired by that, but it really gave off those vibes, which I really thought was cool. So fun facts you just shared. Thank you. Of course, every area is so different in this game. It really like, is. You're just like in a little different like world. It, and I, it's he's so big. Like there's so much that I haven't even discovered yet. It's kind of wild. Yeah, there really is. You know. I'm going to give in one more fun fact. This isn't even planned, but I am. I, someone was talking about how what makes sort of like the Dark Souls games like um, 
feel like so different, like be so big, but not feel so empty. Mm-hmm. And they call it like, I can't remember, but it was like a reference to like, uh, like set, like theater sets or staging sets that like, you just like segue into this world that's completely different. And then like, it exists within like its own bubble, mm-hmm. like in the game, like even though they're connected and together, they do flow seamlessly. Um, they like exist in their own, like every like little area you enter has like its own like biosphere, environment, mm-hmm. enemies, like mechanics and like style so it's like it's what makes it sort of all feel like big but not similar and like but still flow it's like they call it like the theater set piece or something like that someone on tiktok said it and i was like that's right i get it that's actually pretty cool i would agree with that uh i there's certain areas that i like more than others i guess controversial opinion i don't hate the sewers because i think that the the front you love the sewers i love the sewers and people are like what's wrong with you i think the monsters you like love are, the little rats not the rats it's the the froggy boys the curse boys the eye ones they're yeah. so cute like to me they're just like so cute and uh like, what's wrong with you dale i'm concerned for you liking the sewers <laughs> is a red flag i'm like all right oh my god right. that's so funny i um <laughs> I don't like the little eye ones, um, frog boys, mainly because like it just get their eyes do give me like a little bit of anxiety. Like they're so big and like TMI here, but like I just think of like big juicy eyes just shaking on something's head, like IRL, <laughs> and it just gives me like real goosebumps. But like just, I just think like big juicy like boob <laughs> eyes on something's head, like moving around and like oh, <laughs> oh, I just don't want to touch them. I can't think about it. It's like, like in the game thing. It's more like a, I'm I'm imagining too far. I. That is not what I expect you to say for that, but no, I really like it. The area that I don't like, oh man, well, and Orlando, I actually really do like once I got past that, uh, what is it called? That one archer? <laughs> Fuck that archer. Oh yeah, you and that archer had some beef. I hate Sen's Fortress so much. It is, I hate the snake boys. I hate them so much. I That's right. That's right. And then I also, rage, I didn't rage oh yeah, it, that's right. Because I, I went like, further than you did, but you watched the full playthrough. And also since I'm not playing the remastered, I'm playing... The original, so I wanted like a what mm-hmm. someone in my chat said that I wanted the authentic experience, mostly because I can't run it on my current PC. But I'm playing on my PS3. Blight Town is like Lag Town for me. It is horrific for me, so I hate Blight Town the most. And then yeah, after you that, struggled a little there. Oh my god, it was a lot of struggling. Uh, I even increased the brightness so I could see because I couldn't see anything. It was <laughs> yeah, so you dark. It was so, so dark. I. First of all, I have two questions for you, Dale. Yes. As a first-time Souls player, yes. how do you feel? Like, I know you're loving it. We know you're loving it, and that's great. But, like, you're new to the franchise. Um, we're going to go through – you're going to take us through some things that I'm excited to hear yeah. in, in just a bit. But, like, how do you feel as a Souls player? And second, as a fan of Dale's streams, <laughs> when are you going to the catacombs? <laughs> all right. How do I feel as a Souls player? You know, yeah, I do you're love, new to I, it. Like, you know, I love the game, but I have found some like internalized misogyny as I stream it because it's almost like people think I'm incompetent or I just don't know. Like, and I know that there's like a lot of passion for the game, but I found that it does draw a lot of get good. Remember our episode about like get good mentality? Yeah, like, you just got to get better. Like, telling me, oh, I did this blindfold. Or, oh, I had to do this and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, dude, do you see that it's his first playthrough? So I've, I found like an influx of said individuals i'm not sure if it's the same for people who are you know non-binary or males but i've talked to some female friends who are also soul streamers and they also have the exact same experience as me it's like they see us as like we can't do it um but i've also had the opposite side where some people who have like thousands of hours i kid you not are like you're doing great like for a first time player and i always like 
I'm really hard on myself because um, first of all, I'm dying a lot, but also I've realized that it's because I panic and the game, you can't play the game if you panic. So if anything, I'm learning yeah. how to stay calm and really, uh, it almost like helps with my ADHD too. Cause I'm like, I got to focus. Y'all can wait. Like I've been like way yeah, more immersed like, in it. I'm really focused. My face is you're just like, you stay still and silent and like, you're just having the reactions like you have to like get out to like play the game because you have to get out of your body so that you can keep playing. <laughs> I always jump. I do a, I do a foot thing. Like I like move my feet like this while oh, yeah? I'm playing like up and down. Like and that's where like I like let out like the rage oh, or like there? just like the emotions. Yeah. You, it's, it's, like, sometimes can't move you my don't hands. blink. Sometimes when I'm watching you play like Elden, you don't blink. You're like mm. and like you you can tell you're super focused because like your forehead is just like <laughs> like tense like that yes you're like i'm like concerned <laughs> <laughs> and then your second question i guess yeah finish off the first question i like it streaming it's been kind of a challenge um, but overall i'm really enjoying it. i didn't think i could like something so much i didn't think i told you how good you were when you started i know but were, i was like you're really good at this i was like <laughs> i was told i'm a natural born souls player by some people in my chat who've like beat the game so many times and i felt like that was a huge compliment because i'm actually re-watching some of my gameplay and i'm not doing bad for someone who first of all i'm not doing any summons because i never have humanity <laughs> and because <laughs> it's all gone it's all god and uh there's no online for me to like have people come and help me so i have to do it myself and i don't i actually when i first started playing I leveled up the wrong things because I didn't read the description. So my stats are all over the place. <laughs> but I wonder, does Dark Souls 1 have a respec? I wonder. I don't know. But uh, the later ones do have some respecking where you can like re move them around your points. I should look into have. that because yeah. if they do, I would like to move the stuff I put into intelligence out of intelligence because I don't even use yeah. magic. Why did I do so much for intelligence? I mean, there's some weapons that are interesting that scale with it. So mm. like, but, but I never so you use them. maybe could use this later on. But like, yeah, if, if you don't use no, them. No, I went for a dex build, but I'm really, there. I really play like a strength build. Anyways, I've been learning a lot. And to answer about the catacombs, um, I don't know. I'm afraid because I know that this, <laughs> I went to the catacombs as soon as I got to Firelink Shrine. And my first play there, I remember the first stream. I went there first and it was so traumatizing. <laughs> With the skeletons like chasing after it me. is a lot. It's emotionally a lot, but I think now you would be like very OP for the area. You think so? Yeah, I mean, one of the first bosses, like one of like the earlier bosses in the game, is there. Like, yes, I heard about ever. that. That's like super easy, but I also heard that you can't go unless you have this like item. Otherwise, the skeletons keep coming back to life. I don't have to deal with that. I want to be able to catch my breath. So. I don't know, but yeah, I just ran. I made it through there, but I ran. I was someone who just ran like. I just want. I, I see you doing that too, running past all the enemies now. Yeah, you're like, I don't need these fights. No, and exactly. You're just like, you, I also this. learned that it's not even about just being calm, but you got to choose your battles. Like when I, Kate, okay, right now I'm at the uh, the centipede, the centipede, the centipede <laughs> demon. But to get there, I had to run past all the Capra demons, and I had like mm -hmm. trauma because I remembered the Capra demon and how much freaking hell it caused me. So going through that, I'm like, nope, nope, I'm not, not today, not today. Roll, not <laughs> I, today. I don't have time for any of you today. <laughs> But yeah, shout out to my haters. Shout out. Uh, yeah, so do you, should demons. we just jump into the bosses that I've beat thus far and discuss them? Yes. You're going to take us through the bosses you've beat, what you've thought, and then I think you're going to give us a ranking, which I love rankings, so I'm so Controversial stoked. ranking. Very controversial. Okay. Nah, <laughs> they're not controversial. Okay. Here, uh, wait, hold on. Pause for a quick second. Are we taking a break in this episode? No, I think we just keep going. Okay, okay. All right, Henry. 
let's talk about oh my gosh I hit the mic the bosses that I've beat and when I was typing them out I was like holy crap I have I'm halfway through the game <laughs> like I've done a you're lot you're really of, on your way there and I've done optional bosses I didn't even realize mm-hmm. it in optional bosses. Like, okay, Dale, are we doing like a full all bosses run? When did I become hashtag team hit list? <laughs> no, that'd be kind of cool. I've been thinking about maybe one day becoming so good that I could join team hit list, but you have to put in a lot of like time to like learn and do the runs. And yeah, I like to explore. Um, I th- I always think optional bosses is a really funny, like I get like, you don't have to beat them for the story part, but I'm like, if I walk into a room and, some- and it's there, this isn't optional. They're trying to kill me. No, exactly. That's back. fair. <laughs> I'm like, there's no option here. It's me or them. Optional in the sense that like, you and don't need it me. to like go to certain areas. I'm the, like, why did I yeah, kill that? Plot. Yeah. For the plot. Yeah. You're totally right there. Okay. So let's go through the bosses I beat uh, in no particular order. So I beat Ornstein and Smoke, Pikachu and Snorlax. Mm-hmm. The Bell, Gargoyles, Chaos Witch, Love Quaylog. Them. I think I always pronounce her name wrong, but I call her Quaylog. Um, Quaylag, Quaylog. Uh, the Gaping Dragon, the Iron Golem, Seath the Scaleless, Taurus Demon, Asylum Demon, Demon Fire Sage, Capra Demon, Moonlight Butterfly, and fan favorite, Ceaseless Discharge. <laughs> I just want to say, how Sometimes did, the names. Like, how did these names, like Ceaseless Discharge, I love it. Uh, it was the first boss that I actually beat was the Asylum Demon, and I died to it, like, what, two, three times? Uh, I was just so afraid. I had never seen something yeah. that big, and I, the first time in the game, I didn't know what I was doing. I didn't even know the controls, but once you get, like, better with the controls, I was able to beat it. And then I figured out that the Asylum Demon and the Demon Fire Stage was the exact same, just, like, one has, like, a strong moveset, so you actually just had to time yeah. it, like, and I couldn't use my Pyromancer because it was, like, fire-resistant, but I'm going to show you now my bosses that I've ranked from the hardest to the easiest based on yeah based on that okay so and we can talk about them as we, we can talk through. about them and how I like them and everything and how you like them and here I would really like to hear your like, do you like them <laughs> yeah, do I like them? no I wanted to hear your experience because you watch me play this and I can't like, yeah. get your frustration so anyways let's begin so in number in number 12 for the easiest boss that I fought is the iron golem I was able to beat the Iron Golem in my first try, and I don't want to take oh. any any crap for this. He killed me, and I killed him. We did a <laughs> did a double suey or whatever. Like he, when I fell off, double he fell homie. off, and I I didn't even know I killed him until I went up there. I'm like, where is he? He's supposed to spawn right now, and people in the chat were like, what the hell? You killed him. It was crazy. So. Yes. So I I rewatched this first. <laughs> Dale killed him, and then she, like, rolled off the edge of the fight. I died first, and then he died. He, I didn't kill him. Yeah. yeah. It was wild. Um, but she then um, went back and tried to find him, and she was so concerned. She was like, where is he? Did I mess something up? What's happening? <laughs> I didn't like, know what's going died. on? She was like, this, I don't know what to do. She, like, she could, like, she wouldn't get to, like, the idea that she had been him and everyone was being very nice and like wasn't saying anything. No. Um, but like she was like, Where is he? She's like, Oh no. And then she like left and then she kept going back because that's when the little things pick you up or yeah. you bore yourself as a ball. She's like, What is this? she's like, Where is he? I, w- I was like, having a little panini moment and then I like picked up the soul. I was like, Wait a second. He dead. How did that happen? So that's why he's my number favorite 12. part hmm? is you get you get tunnel vision in Dark Souls a lot. I do. You're like it's like this one thing, and then you're like, someone says something, you're like, wait, it can be this? Like, it introduces like a brand new idea. It's easy to get to, you're like, there's, 
it's easy to get tunnel vision in that game yeah, because totally. like your lim- your understanding is so limited. Well, yeah, and, and also like, I have no idea. I remember trying to play this like years ago when I was younger, and I, it was just I had no idea what to even do. There's no tutorial or anything. So now, yeah. like I had said earlier, like I don't know. I'm going along. I'm just like, and yeah. now I'm getting the memes a little bit too. So, all right. Number 11 on my listing of uh, hardest to weak to easiest is the Asylum Demon. Because in retrospect, that was quite an easy fight. <laughs> so, <laughs> yes. calm down, like, I just, I threw some fire. I'm a pyromancer. Uh, it just feels big at the beginning. It does. Then for me, it was the Taurus Demon. And I'm... When I beat that Taurus demon, I was so hyped. It was my sixth attempt, and I did it on a no hit. Like I killed him without getting hit once. I oh yeah, people were panicking, not panicking, but like they were like, "What the hell? Are you kidding me? Like that's crazy!" I was very, I don't know. I felt like I was being gassed up because you were being nice to me, and I didn't realize it at the time. But I was like, "Hey, that's actually good. Like you are not doing too bad." Yeah. I know it's like an easier demon, but like there we go. That's when you set yourself off as like. A very good Souls player. <laughs> That's when on. it That's hit me that I really knew. liked the game. That was my first like day of playing. I was like, I love this game. This boss I beat recently, number nine, is the Ceaseless Discharge. Ceaseless Discharge. For everybody who didn't hear, that was Ceaseless Discharge. Stop saying uh, it. <laughs> the one thing I hated about this boss is it felt unfair at times because I was trying to like run up to the area and he would like kill me right off the bat. So that was frustrating. But overall, his movements were very easy. Like, you could just go hit, hit, hit between his toes. Do it again. Hit, oh, hit, hit, hit between his toes. There we go. <laughs> now, the ceaseless discharge is, like, in the lava place, right? Yes. It's past it's like, Quaylog. There's, like, a little, like, deep area, and then there's, like, a little path to the side. Yes. So, I want to tell you, I don't know if anyone told you this, but there's a cheese for that boss. Apparently, the cheese is only on the first attempt. If you die before then, you can't cheese it. No. That, that's what I, I was think, told. I'm, well, there's a... A way where you like you run all the way off to the left and then something happens and then he dies. Oh, I did it. Oh, like like you don't even really have to fight him. I don't think. Oh, like, well, I fought him and I destroyed him. Um, I cheesed him if I ever if I remember if this is the right boss that I'm thinking about. There's a lot of cheesing. Yeah, just, There's a lot of being able to cheese. Yeah, you just run all the way to the left and then like right by the gate mm-hmm. and then something happens and then he can't get you and then you win. Oh, well, I mean, I did beat it so. Number yeah, that was number nine. Me too. Go. And we did it very differently. We did it, yeah. We I did it the the old fashioned way. Um number eight With for fighting. me is Seath the scaleless. Oh yeah, you just beat I him did too. he was really easy. Once you just figure out and you had enough health and I you know rid myself of the, the curse, yeah. I did not have any issues. I thought it was a little bit strange that obviously he's scaleless, but like he was so buff. Like he almost like he had humanistic features to him. You're like, he was hot. <laughs> uh, low key, actually. But why was he so beautiful? Like, I really like the coloring and everything. Like, of these demons that I've fought so far, this is a nice demon. Um, number seven, I have the Demon Fire Sage, which I recently beat last stream. And that one caused me some heck because I was using a uh, weapon that was a little bit too heavy in terms of charge up. I love my Dragon Tooth, but I should be continuing my journey with my Halber. My Halberd. I just yeah. like saying Halber. Uh, that one was actually oh, so cute. I would get like a plush or something of the, the like either the Asylum Demon or the, the Demon Fire Sage. They're so cute. If anything, they remind- I said that recently too. Like I was like, I know they're like hideous creatures, but like they would be cute as a plush. They're, like, they're so cute because they're so like, I would buy they're them. so chonky and they have small yeah. little legs. Like they are like a little mm-hmm. dragon. They're big bodies. They're so cute. I, I love, I love. 
Number six for me was the Chaos Witch Quelag. That took me three tries. And uh, I did use a summon. I used the, what was her name? She's basically. What, the butcher? The girl. The girl. She's like, yeah. yeah. I used her and Bloody then I just went, choo, 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 And I used my, my lightning to kill her because I can't use fire against her. I thought she was relatively easy. I'm not going to lie. There are a few points where I'm like, this is, feels a little bit targeted. Like, why am I being yeah. attacked? But it's also not up to me. Uh, controversial opinion for the next one. This is my top five now. I loved fighting the gaping dragon, which was number five for me. It was the first time I saw it. It was just something else. I was like, oh, look, a little snake. But then it like comes up. And it's literally, I also, I kept using the wrong movie reference. I kept saying Jennifer's body because I thought it was like, you know, she's eating men with her Southern, with the, the teeth. Yeah. And they're like, yeah, that's the wrong movie. But that's what I was getting vibes from. I haven't even seen either of those movies. I really liked The Gaping Dragon. I found that it had like intense health. Uh, so yeah. I had to make sure I had lightning on me, but I did it. I did it. I was really proud of myself. I did it. And then I realized after I didn't have to do it because it was optional and I already went to flight down. Like, but you get the, you get the fun, um, the tail sword. Yes, I do. It. I can't even pick it up though. Cause I don't have the strength yeah, for it, so but I did be. get the tail, the tail sword. Um, the next one on my list, top four, <laughs> this one, I, every time I've looked at a ranking of dark souls bosses, this one is the easiest <laughs> for it me. Is. It was so hard because I had, no long range weapons and i went so early where i had no health no stats nothing and this area i hate this area it's the moonlight butterfly i ended up just having a summon kill it for me because i simply i had no i didn't have any arrows i didn't even have a freaking bow i had nothing i was just it was rough it was rough but so i beautiful. love the moonlight butterfly i know you love the music it's so beautiful and like i'm like what's the lore with it because like why it's just like existing there like gorgeously and then like we come kill it like what's going on and also they're in the caves the crystal caves yeah there's more of there's them more but they're of them. blue they're pretty I like the green they're, they are pretty but i find that their music is a little bit taunting like you're making fun of it me it is a little haunting yeah i said taunting like they're taunting me oh i think it's haunt like like ooh, oh yeah that's haunting too know? but i felt like i was being mocked yeah. i mean obviously always being mocked oh yeah you took it personally i always take things personally they were they told me they were mocking you so <laughs> All right, top three, <laughs> top three. Again, this is just for me. Number three, the Bell Gargoyles. Um, that was difficult for me. I don't think I would have been able to do it. It was also my first like challenging boss, like first duo boss. Like I had, yeah. I was able to do the first guy, and then his brother came, and then I was just getting shanked, either fire shanked or like you know stab stab shanked. I just couldn't. Yeah. It, was, it was also around the time when I just didn't realize that you have to play calmly. I didn't know what calm was. No one has ever used calm to describe me. That is very no. on brand for me. I'm just, I'm a Melly, you know, Dale's having a Melly. So the bell gargoyles were difficult for me. I used Solaire to help me, but I was able to do it. Um, I got like. They, um, they're like a, sorry, I interrupted. Okay. Uh, they're a first, like, they're a first, like, big jump in boss. In, in terms like, of difficulty. difficulty. Like, yeah. they, they're like a big intro into like a big jump where you're like, oh, okay, well, you're not joking around now. You're like, oh, I just did this. I just did that. How fu freaking fun and nice. And now you get here and it's just like. It's intense. Because oh, I went this from is Taurus what be to the bell gargoyles. Like, that's what I did. Yeah. And then they like scale up. Yeah. And then I did bell gargoyles to moonlight butterfly. Like, that's how I did it. Anyways. Number two is the Capra Demon. I got so unlucky with this freaking fight. Like, he would just like run off the bat, kill me. The dogs would attack me or like something would happen. And it was so mm -hmm. frustrating. It's the one that I had the most attempts on. 
and I actually got so emotional after I beat it because I was being not like harassed in chat, but I was just people kept coming in being like, how have you not beaten this yet? Like, I've already done all of this and you haven't beat this. It just felt so awful. And then when I did beat it, my accomplishment was like diminished because, oh, you did this. I've done something. But I'm like, do you want to be stroked right now? Do you want your ego stroked? Like, nobody cares. Who are you? So now when I play these games, if someone's being a little bit of a dick to me, I just give them back the same energy. And then you, you can't handle it. And don't say that. Anyways, the Capra Demon really unlocked something within me because I became way more tough after I beat it. Um, I, I, I mean, well, while that was going on, we were there celebrating for you doing it. You guys sure. were wonderful. I, I watched the clip back and like there's tears coming out of my eyes. <laughs> Woo, I did beat it. Uh, and then I went down to the area of the lava and there's so many of them. So I'm like running, 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 running. Just when like, a hmm. a boss becomes a, like a regular field character, it is it's so upsetting. terrifying. It's terrifying. <laughs> You're like, remember when you struggled to beat one of me? Here's ten of me, <laughs> and it's not a controlled area. <laughs> and the hardest for me was Ornstein and Smoke. Uh, I just right off the bat, it was so difficult. They just come at you. I had no strategy because I was going after both yeah. of them at the same time. I didn't realize about the second thing. I actually had to watch like how many, how do you beat them? Because I was, I was getting a lot of different information. So everybody said to go for smoke first, but I decided to go for Ornstein because he was, so, he was a lot easier for me to fight and a lot easier for me to just go yeah. stab, stab because he's always by me. So I killed him. And then like the second phase for smoke, he was so easy. I was shooketh because everyone was like, he's so much harder than Ornstein's second phase. But I thought he was so much easier. So I did it. That one didn't take me as many attempts as the Capra Demon. But they were probably, not going to lie, they were probably my favorite fight after the Gaping Dragon. Which people are like, why do you like the Gaping Dragon? It's so funny. He like goes up, he spreads I mean, and then it's goes a, down. just big creature, yeah. He's, he's, he's crazy. So. It is a crazy boss design. And Ornstein gave me a um, lot of... Uh, Jamie Lannister vibes and everybody knows if you know Game of Thrones Dale is a Jamie Stan number one fan that was my favorite character so I was getting a lot of vibes from him. I'm like it's time to fight you're Jamie. like or, you're like Ornstein Ornstein I'm your sister Wait, I never said that. but you wanted to no um, that that's on I you like you're projecting and, <laughs> well maybe I am I'm not afraid to admit it um so they what I like about what you said there is that like it was like when everyone says do this, but it's not working for you. Like trust your gut mm -hmm. in how you did it, and you did. You I like did. were you like that doesn't work for me. I'm gonna do what because it's like ultimately you you have your own individual play style. So like that you it's not that you didn't like you didn't do like a meta build or anything like that. So like it's your character and your play style, and then how you control them is just you. So like you should do what works for you. Like. When playing Elden Ring, I've seen some people be like, this boss is so hard for these reasons. I was like, those are the reasons I thought it was easy. Mm -hmm. Like, you know what I mean? Like, and that's what's kind of nice about like having a siloed experience with the game is that like um you can do it your own way. And then like obviously you did it so it works. Mm -hmm. Like you don't need to do it how everyone else did it. Cause like this guy was like complaining about all these things today in a video I was watching. They're like, the fire giant, he's so hard, he has all these crazy attacks, and then like he was like, oh, in the second phase, he, like, falls, so you can't go under him. And I was like, if you're, like, cheesing, not cheesing, if you're, like, you know, exploiting, like, attacking his weak spot under him, why would he leave that open in the second phase? Mm -hmm. Like, that does, that's just not bothering. I was like, let's change how you're playing if mm -hmm. it doesn't work. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? Like, he didn't fit your standard, so you don't like it? Like, no, like, just change it up. Like, play how you want to play. Like, figure it out for you. Mm -hmm. I was getting No meta builds. No, exactly. And I was being told, like, you 
I would have never thought to do that, but it's working for you. I'm like, well, I'm just playing. Like a lot of people are shook by the way that I go through things. They're like, I wouldn't have done that, but it worked. I'm like, yeah, yeah well, there we go. I think it's because you're very like unpolluted to like the general ideas. You're just like figuring it out on your own. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of nice. And then you seek help when you need it. Yes. But just because sometimes like knowledge is power. Oh, so. of course. Of course. And uh, the demon that I'm on right now is the centipede demon, which I recently learned is also optional. <laughs> but I'm determined to beat it. And we're getting yeah. along with the story. So I'm quite proud of myself for getting through so much on my own. I know it doesn't seem like a big feat, but I've never played a game like this. And when I spoke, yeah. like speak to people, they're like, oh, yeah, I like, grew up playing this game. Or, like my friends and I would play like they'd always help me. I'm like, I have nobody. The only help I have is chat being like, you got this. You got this. And when I look back on some of these bots, I have no humanity because they're like, just use a summon. I never have humanity because I always die when I have it on. So I just yeah. prefer to play hollow. I prefer to play hollow. There's less stress. Also, when you run, you take off all your armor. And I find that so stressful. I'm like, she's going to die one hit. Oh, I yeah. Like, I do like to it's do about armorless to be over. runs. I just like to be fast. Little speedy boy. Wee, wee, and wee. then you put on the heaviest armor and then like fight fast things. I'm like, oh, my God. But I was like, I, I got to let her do it. Hey, I'm, I'm like, getting more comfortable. I used to be so afraid of the Black Knights. And now I'm I like, I like now they're good. They're good. They do drop a, a thousand souls. So I really appreciate that. But yeah, it is nice. I want to say one thing to anybody who wants to play a game like this uh, and they think it's not the game for them or it's not like girly or it's not inclusive. When I say this game is for everybody, I mean it, especially if you're somebody who gets frustrated. And if you're stubborn, you will love this game because you're going <laughs> to need to just do it over and over and over again. And there is nobody who should dictate whether you should play it, whether you can play it, and whether you're allowed to play it. You know, like, just because I am a woman and I'm playing this game, that doesn't mean that my skills are not there. Like, I'm learning. I'm getting better. So who are you to, like, judge? Don't let anybody judge. You should play this game. I recommend it. Just don't play the version that I'm playing. You should play the, uh, the, <laughs> the remastered, remastered because uh, if you go to Lag Town, <laughs> let's just say it's more of a drag town. Oh my god! Um, I just want to say you sound like me when Elden Ring first started and came out. No, right I now. feel You're so, so passionate, passionate about it because it. I even tell my parents about this. Be like, look at this fight. They're like, I don't understand. Like, this is a big deal. <laughs> like, they just they can't match my energy. But there, the feeling of accomplishment is huge. After I beat this it's game, nice. I'm heading over to Bloodborne, and then by that point, I should have my new PC. And then we're gonna go. You're through going Dark to Bloodborne next? Oh, because it's on PlayStation. It's on PlayStation. I can't run anything yeah. on my PC, so yes, I'm gonna yeah. go to that. And then eventually, when I get a new oh PC, oh my gosh, that's gonna be a crazy jump, dude. I know. I heard that Bloodborne, Bloodborne is, like, is so much faster. It's yeah, so I'm excited. <gasps> yeah, you're gonna have so much fun, but you're they're gonna beat your ass. Well, you don't know. I might become like a pro player. I, I mean, I mean you still have to learn. I, exactly. No, I, I was just having but... a little bit of confidence, and you had to shoot me down. Yeah. Hater. Yeah, realism. <laughs> We're getting there. You're going to be so great at Bloodborne. I saw a little bit. I'm the one who tells you you're so great at these games. Shut the hell up. You and many others, but I don't believe you. I could you. not be more encouraging. <laughs> yeah, I, that's not my fault. You don't need to snap at me. You are, call me a hater. Why you always... Uh, you know, I shut up. I literally could not <laughs> have told you how good you are at this more times. <laughs> I have imposter syndrome. 
All right, everyone, that is it for us today. Um, if you like this episode, please just let us know. If you want to keep up on Dale's journey, make sure to check out her stream. Um, we'll probably be talking more about the games we're playing on this podcast just so we can share like our personal experiences and opinions as professionally casual gamers. Correct. Um, so keep an eye out for more episodes like that, uh, especially Souls-related ones. I'm going to be hopping on the Souls train with Dale probably again very, very soon. I'm still playing through Elden Ring. Um, but let us know what other games you want to hear us talk about yeah. because we'll play them. We will. Honestly, we I said we won't. Oh, you said you won't play them? <laughs> no, I, we, I was just threatening the audience. Oh, you're threatening. They, I'm like, no, we won't play say them. Say we won't play them. We'll play them unless they're just like not great. So like give us good recommendations. <laughs> yes. Thank you. But yes, just like Henry said, please remember to like, rate, download the, the podcast, follow us on our socials. And until next week, Henry, will you do us the favors? Make sure to keep it easy. Mode. <laughs>